0: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ.
1: Hey, welcome back to Dirty Martin's Place. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements and Scotty Sears, and this is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, proudly brought to you by Plains Capital Bank, Howery, Breen, and Herman Attorneys at Law, Covert in Bastrop, Delaware Subs, the home of the 2-for-1 cheesesteaks tomorrow, NFL Sunday. s Amusements, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, and by Sue Patrick at 52-22 Burnett Road. Fellas, I know Jay is getting those t-shirts printed up right now. Big 12 football champions, the Texas Longhorns. Yep, the Longhorns won this afternoon, earlier this afternoon, defeating Oklahoma State 49-21, including a dominant performance by quarterback Quinn Ewers. Four touchdowns 452 passing. We are now awaiting to see what happens to the Longhorns. They win the Big Twelve Championship, one blemish on the scorecard, and that was against Ala, excuse me, that was against Oklahoma. One of the big wins, the biggest win of the year was against Alabama. And don't look now, but the Crimson Tide are leading Georgia, the two-time defending national champions by 10-27-17. Uh, right around five minutes to play in that game. Ben, good afternoon. How
2: are you? I'm good, Pop. Let me uh, let me hit you with two stats to start the show, okay? In the final two games of the season, Texas defeated their opponents 106-28. to 28. Whoosh. Today, Texas scored 662 yards. Wow. Rushing and passing. Is that a playoff team right there?
1: It, it, to me, it, it's a playoff team. But uh, I'm not on the committee. I wish I was on the committee. I think the biggest key comes later tonight. You've got Florida State and Louisville playing in Charlotte for the ACC championship, and we don't know yet who's going to be the quarterback for Florida State, an undefeated ACC team. It could be their third-string quarterback. And by the way, you going to watch all the games here at Dirty Martin's Place. That, that is the key to me, because the winner of this game we're watching between Bama and Georgia, and Bama's in the driver's street right now, they're going to go. The winner of this game's going to go. Yeah. And they'll be joined by, more than likely, Michigan and Washington. But the question is, will Texas go? As the Big 12 champion, will Florida State go as the ACC champion, or will Florida State be defeated? Let me make this call to everybody right now. We all are Louisville fans. Repeat after me. Yeah. Go, Cardinals, go, because you want Louisville to win well, you know
2: it's, it's funny, guys, because you know myself, I'm sure you guys both, just been scouring the internet and the social medias, and there's people talking, people chattering about these playoffs and call the state of college football, and... A consensus is let the four best teams in, and no matter who they are or what they look like right now, also, the national consensus is do not let Florida State in because they are a different team. Yes, if they win tonight, they'll have the perfect season, but they are not the same team. I think the whole country is rooting for Louisville because they know that Texas would beat Florida State right now. Alabama would beat Florida State right now. Ohio State would beat Florida State right now. Florida State, they might have a perfect season in about five hours, but sorry, you're not the same team without your starting quarterback. Let Texas in. Let Alabama in. Let anybody else but Florida State in.
1: But, Ben, they're more than a quarterback on that team. You'll be denying Florida State on those other players a perfect season. Remember, this team uh, won a big game against LSU early. They won some other big games. But I, I, I'm with you because the eye test, and we don't know how Florida State's going to look tonight. If this second-team quarterback or third-team quarterback goes bonkers and they win, yeah, they're going to be in if they win the game. Scott, any thoughts on that?
3: Well, I think we do need to wait and see how Florida State plays tonight. They may win by two touchdowns, so mm-hmm. then then it's case Mood. closed. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. but uh, as Ed said earlier on the 15th club, the head of the committee is the athletic director at North Carolina, Carolina State. State. Which is an ACC team. He's going to protect their conference. Uh-huh. Who, do we know who else? I remember Condoleezza Rice she used to be she, on it. Yeah, she was on it. But I don't in think very beginning. Yeah,
1: I don't know who's on it now. I, I really don't. Now, nobody, to my knowledge, from the Big Twelve is on it right now.
2: You know, here's another thing I know. I know, you can you can put Texas in over Alabama. You cannot put Alabama in over Texas. That is patently ridiculous. That would be criminal. And Texas fans should boycott watching and don't give ESPN
3: the the, the views.
1: It could happen, Ben. They cannot do that. Here's the
3: argument. The SEC is a much better conference this year than the big – Twelve
1: yeah, and that's correct. another, I mean, uh, and
3: and they're the uh, Alabama would be the champions.
1: And Alabama is right now leading, even though Georgia is on the one yard line. Alabama would have defeated Georgia for the first time since the year after the pandemic. Yeah, you know that that's one thing too. I, I,
2: I will say this because we we've talked off air a little bit, guys. Alabama is the scariest team in the oh, nation right now. Scary. Alabama could be the best team in the nation right now.
1: They could be. They really, really, they, could
2: they really be. could be, and that is why, as a Texas fan, as a Texas homer here, I wouldn't want Texas to face
3: Alabama again. Well, Melrose is a different quarterback than he all totally played. See, yeah. Nick Saban
2: figured out his offense
1: yeah. with this guy, and Texas caught him in the exact right moment. Here's the situation: in Atlanta, fourth and goal for Georgia on the uh, the one yard line. This is the game. This is the season. This is the national championship. where we got a timeout on the play. Uh, As they discuss this, as we have go to a timeout. Uh, After today's game, uh, Steve Sarkeesian uh, played a visit to ABC Sports, and here's the interview with Coach Sark after the game on ABC.
2: Coach Texas wins their first Big 12 championship since 2009.
4: Why could this year's team get it done? Uh, Well, I think it's a commitment and, and tribute to the players. You know, they went for this thing since the summer. They were on a
2: mission to win a Big 12 championship, and they acted like it every day. I'm just thankful for these guys and this group because the, the leaders on this team did a tremendous job helping our
4: younger players, really, really proud and just so happy for this group. They've been through a lot in their time here, so to win a championship is huge. Speaking of leaders, your quarterback, Quinn Ewells, broke Big 12 title game passing records today. How has his evolution led to your team's success? Best game he's played, you know, played really well. I the guys
2: around him made a lot of plays for him, too, and that's what this team has. We got receiver, tight end, and running back spot, and our offensive line played a nice game as well. Coach, we know
1: that the playoff committee is watching this game. What did your team show them today?
2: Well, in my opinion, we can play with anybody in the country. You know, we're
0: a very versatile team. Uh, We play good defense, we play good offense, play really good on special teams, and so uh, at the end of the day, we'd love the opportunity.
2: We'll see what happens. And what can you tell us about your wide receiver Xavier Worthy's injury and his status moving forward? He's okay. X-rays were negative, so he'll be okay.
1: That is the comments of head coach Steve Sarkeesian after the Longhorns convincing win by four touchdowns over Oklahoma State, 49-21. Don't look now, but Georgia's just scored. PAT to follow as Georgia scores from the one-yard line on a fourth and one. So uh, let's see what Georgia will do. I'm sure they will kick the point after touchdown. Mm -hmm. They would not be so ridiculous as to go for two in this situation. Well, let's see what Kirby Smart – yeah, they're going to try to kick it and see if they do. We'll close it to a three-point game with 2.52 to play. Snap's good. Kick is up, and that is Good. good. So, Okay. What do you do right now, fellas, as we get ready to go to break? You go play defense, Pop. You go play defense. You don't onside kick it. We saw that last night yep. when Washington onside kicked it really early to me. Like You're the two two-time
2: defending national champions. If you don't trust your defense, I don't think you you believe that you just won two in a row.
1: We're going to take a break. After this break, we'll take your phone calls and much, much more. This is the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place, your place to watch college football tonight. Uh, both games will be on the screens back in the back room. We're at the, the Mac Brown table. You'll be able to see Florida State and Louisville and also Iowa and Michigan after the Longhorn after the Longhorns game win today and after the Alabama-Georgia game. We'll be back with more on KLBJ, live from Dirty's, right after this. Hey, we're back on the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. I'm Ed Clements, along with Ben Clements and Scotty Sayers. We're live from Dirty Martin's Place, the iconic hamburger and beer joint on Guadalupe. Uh, your place to watch the Longhorns, not tonight, watch college <laughs> football. like We've seen the Longhorns early today. Your place to watch college football tonight. Uh, Florida State and Louisville here on the big screens. Also, Iowa and Michigan on the big screens. Texas wins today 49-21. It's getting tight in Atlanta. Alabama leads Georgia 27 27- Twenty-four 2.51 to play in this Where we're late in the fourth quarter. Phone lines always open at 512-836-0590. That's uh, their hotline here to get into the end zone club. Let's get to the phone lines. Our buddy Tim Taylor is calling on KOBJ Radio. Tim, how are you? Your thoughts on this big longhorn win this
4: afternoon? What a great afternoon in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. Man, that was a fun one, wasn't it?
1: It was fun, Tim. I thought Quinn Ewer's had his best game as a longhorn even though he had one pick i thought it was a great game for quinn
4: yeah that was just a that was a bizarre interception i, I thought just one of those blips in his mind but no great game for what 440 something yards four touchdowns just uh but you know what i what I he did have a great game and he made some fantastic passes there, and the receiver stepped up too you know I, I love, I love the hands especially on uh, Jatavian and on Adnan Mitchell they just great hands great work catching the ball
2: Hey Tim obviously there's going to be uh, a lot of discussion here over the next five hours about the uh, about the playoffs do you think Texas did enough to get in regardless of a Florida State uh, win or lose tonight? Well
4: I'm the bias Tim of course believes that uh, I think it kind of I think it depends I mean, you know, Florida State could win and win ugly, and then they might say, well, clearly Texas was the better team, is the better team, and then they would put us in. Um, I, I think what speaks is, as loudly or perhaps more loudly than anything is, is what we did on defense and what we did to Ollie Gordon, the nation's leading rusher. Um, I think one of my favorite things I saw today was that Devondre uh, Sweat scored more touchdowns than Ollie Gordon. uh, so, uh I think I think if anybody looked at our whole team today and, and looked at what we we are capable of doing and, and and the streak we're on right now, I, I think we deserve to be in. a course, uh, Here's I, I, the, here, I think a lot has to do with what uh, happens right now in, in Atlanta. I, yeah, yeah. I let, can't let, figure let's figure out what's better for us.
1: I, Twenty-seven, twenty-four right now. Bama leads Georgia. Bama with the ball. Tim, I've been saying that we need Georgia to win. Scotty says. Bama, and Ben, you say... I say say Georgia. What what I'm scared of, Tim, and hear me out, I'm scared that this goofball committee will put both Bama and Georgia in in a close game, and the Longhorns may be uh, uh, SOL regardless of what happens to to Florida
4: State tonight. Thoughts? Well, I I think that would just be a a huge mistake. I don't don't see how you can possibly put Alabama in ahead of Texas uh, if you don't. With with a ten a double digit win at Tuscaloosa, that's just we won on their home turf. We were the better team. We we, we are the better team, and we deserve to be in. I, I think you know. So the the, the argument is I, I I lean more towards Ben and, and and Scotty, which is Georgia wins. There's no question we're in, and then you have the three undefeated conference champions in Texas, setting well, up uh, Florida State. But the other argument is is that. You know, if if Alabama beats Georgia and Florida State wins big, then w- why not have Texas, Washington, Michigan, Florida State?
3: Yeah, uh, but yeah. Oh boy, there's going to
1: be hue and cry from Georgia. Scotty, you had something?
3: Well, on? I think if this score stays the same, twenty-seven, twenty-four, and Florida State wins a you know a touchdown game, I think Florida State might get left out, and you've got Texas in and. Alabama in Alabama in. And Georgia and uh, well, no, Michigan
1: wait. and Washington.
3: Yeah. Yeah. See Georgia Georgia's kind of the oddball team here t- defending national champions a couple of times and you're going to leave them out because of a three point loss yeah. here at the end of the season.
1: Yeah. It's it's crazy. Any- no, I, I yeah. Comments,
4: I Tim. No, I, I I think that's the whole mystery of what what's gonna happen. I, I think what the bottom line is, I we gotta have we gotta have Louisville win, which is hard for me to say, but <laughs> Louisville wins and we're in, just in my opinion, regardless of what happens in Atlanta.
2: Hey Tim, you know college wall is all about you know what have you done for me lately, and it is it's recency bias. Looking at what we've seen today so far, Texas gets to the playoffs. Who is the team that scares you the most for the Horns to face?
4: If it's us in Alabama, it's the old how hard it is to beat a team twice. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want my Michigan friends to, to get pissed off, but I mean, I, I'd love to play Michigan in the Rose Bowl. I mean, what, what a great way! I mean, twenty years later, return return to Pasadena, play Michigan again. You know, that that would be fun. I think I think we I think we can play with Michigan and two the two best defenses in the country. So that'd be a good matchup.
1: Um, let me interject. Let me, let me interject right now. They're in the victory formation. Alabama is in the victory wow. formation. We're under one minute to play. There it is. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, and that's it. Bama is going to win. Wow. I am shocked. I am shocked. Thank goodness, what, Texas. What Go ahead, Tim.
4: Double check me on double check me on this, but I think that's seventeen wins in a row in Atlanta for Saban.
1: Oh, wow. yeah, I, I think you're right, and this is yeah. It's 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 phenomenal win, a phenomenal coaching job by Nick Saban. Thank goodness Texas doesn't get uh, Milrow now, and Texas got him when he was confused quarterback. But this is a huge win. So the big question now: Do they drop Georgia all the way to five? Do they do that? Do they do that? Wow, this is I, something.
4: I just think they're left with it. They're they're left with a really difficult decision and. Uh, I just I have to believe that they will look at a head-to-head matchup. I know what you're saying, Ben, about what's, what's happened recently, but if that had been Texas won by three at home, I would, I would say, okay, maybe, you know, that's, that was then. But it was still a double-digit win in Tuscaloosa. Whatever, I... how many in a, non-conference, 76 or whatever it was, non-conference wins in a row for Saban. I mean, that was a that was a gigantic win that should stand up stand the test of time through the season.
3: Is there any chance that Michigan could lose tonight? Because yeah, that would, yeah. i tell you okay. what, Michigan would be the out team.
4: Guys, I'm just going to say
3: it real yeah, quick.
2: I'm just going to say it. The Big 12 champions beat the SEC champions.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, take, take
2: that to the bank. I, 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 ben, yeah. I, you know,
1: I think in that room, and Tim, you bring up great points, I think in that room if they're advocates for Texas, and for goodness sakes they're doing it, in Grapevine, they're in the state of Texas. Someone needs to step up and say, "Great, Bama beat Georgia, but Texas beat beat Alabama. Heads up, by 10 points in Tuscaloosa. You got to go with a head-to-head. I'm, I'm, I'm. And Texas and Alabama both in. Michigan and Washington and Florida State may be the odd man out. Could
3: I, be. I think Texas is in right now. Do I you? think they're already in. And I think no matter what Florida State does tonight. I think Alabama's in yeah no. I think I think Georgia and Florida State they're gone
1: this is better than they're any, gone. this is better than any win that Florida State has had all year. I know they beat LSU in week one this is bigger than any other win they've had hey Tim I know you're on thank you for calling in and uh any final thoughts about this uh, longhorn big 12 championship
4: well it was a, it was a great atmosphere I think it was probably 65 35 fans there and I I, I think they showed it on TV but uh, Mr. Yormark was not well received as he was attempting to award the trophy. Um, that that was that was pretty entertaining.
1: And did you have you heard? We're going to play a little later. He did not pronounce our head coach's name correctly. We have the first Hispanic uh, head coach in the in, in history of an Armenian. He called him. Gars, Gar, what do you call him, Ben? Garsarkian? Garsarkian. He called him Garsarkian. Do you think that was intentional? I don't know. <laughs> yes, call, <laughs>
2: that's Snake
1: Freddy. He, he, he called, called him <laughs> Garsarkian, if you can believe that. Well, I hey, could, Tim.
4: I did not hear that because you could not hear anything he was saying in the stadium.
1: Yeah, because he was booing.
4: being drowned out by booze. First booze and then the SEC chant. So it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Garrett, back of the station, could you play that right now and let Tim hear it? We'll hear it. Can you play that of, of uh, Brett Yormack? Garrett, go ahead.
4: It's an honor to
1: give Coach Carcesian Car- 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 and the Texas
2: Longhorns
1: Son of a- the
2: Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship Trophy. Well Gar- done.
1: Gar- Carcesian. Uh, Tim. Thank oh, you. For the, well, thank you for the visit, buddy. We appreciate it very
2: much.
4: Yeah, appreciate all you. See you, Scotty. See you, Ben. See you, Tim. Welcome
1: Thank you, our buddy Tim Taylor. Oh, guys. Yeah, hook 'em. The hook cha-
2: em. Yeah. Let the chaos erupt. This yeah. is. I mean, this is what. This is what makes college football so great, but also what makes the college football playoff committee's job so, gosh dang hard. As of right now, Florida State. They kick off in thirty-three minutes. What do you do? What I, in the I, hell
1: do you do? You've you got to win, number one. But, Scotty, I'm kind of with you now. After what Texas did today and now Georgia, uh, Alabama beats Georgia, you
3: can't put Alabama in without putting Texas in. Yeah, You're, And I think they're both in. And I think Michigan and Washington's in, assuming Michigan wins. And that leaves Florida State and Georgia oh, yeah. and Ohio State you know, out but, of there. But,
1: but Florida State, again, if they win, yeah, but, they're undefeated, but they're under man you know,
3: now. They'd vote him in over Texas but they wouldn't vote him in over Alabama. You know, it's yeah, you're dead right,
2: Scotty. I think you're exactly right there. I don't think I've ever seen a team transform the way Alabama has this season. After oh. the Texas loss, this is a 100%, they went, you know, flip-flop. This is a totally different team. Except last week, they should have gotten beat. True.
1: <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah, they should have yeah, gotten beat. Point. That just shows what a game of inches because we're sitting here when Alabama's got a fourth and fourth and goal from the 31. Yeah. And Melrose throws a desperation. Yeah, they, yeah you're right. Yeah. They called it the gravedigger pass, and <laughs> they, they completed him to beat Auburn. But man, I, what oh, man. do you do?
2: Oh, this is an impossible task with the playoff committee, and I would not want to be in that room. Or I would be, but as a fly in the wall.
1: Yeah, because there's got to be advocates for. A, conference champions. B, head-to-head competition.
2: If if Florida State wins tonight, somebody is going to get screwed, and I'm afraid we're sitting next to their campus right now. Oh, I hope not. I it,
1: it could be, Ben, because, again, I'll, I'll go on record. I just don't know how you deny an undefeated ACC champion that goes 13-0? and 0. Yeah, 13-0. and 0. Yeah. You can't deny them. You can't do that. But by the same token, the eye test would tell me that Texas is better than Florida State right now. But then again, their Florida State advocate is saying, wait a minute. Didn't you see the Houston game, uh, the Kansas State game, the TCU game? They're winning by the hair of the chinny chin Jens. Chin,
3: yeah, it's, it, it's an impossible task, and there's going to be three very good teams left out.
1: And we still don't know. We'll talk about it next half hour. Bob Ballou is going to join us, too, about where the Longhorns could play if they get in this thing. Will it be the Rose Bowl? Will it be in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans? We'll talk about that and much, much more. Ed and Ben and Scotty live from Dirty Martin's Place. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. We'll be back with Bob Ballou of KITV, who's driving back from Dallas after the news on KLBJ. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Live from Dirty Martin's Place, I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Longhorns win today 49-21, and Alabama has just upset Georgia 27-24 for the SEC title game. Ben, chaos has officially arrived in college football. Later tonight, Florida State... Uh, versus Louisville in, uh, gosh, around 25 minutes. Then it's Michigan and Iowa. We are in the midst of chaos. We don't know who the Final Four is going to be. We know one team right now, and that's the
2: Washington Huskies, and that's all we know. Yeah, Pop, it's uh, it'll be interesting, 11 a.m. tomorrow, when the playoff committee comes out with their final decision. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know it, how this Alabama game affects this whole situation. If the Florida State game affects Texas more, Alabama more, I don't know, but I think we can talk to somebody that knows a little bit more than us, that, that predicted Texas would, would win the national yeah. championship.
1: Our next guest predicted that Texas would win the national championship back in August. He's our friend Bob Ballew, the anchor for KITV, on his way back from from Arlington on the Longhorn win. Bob, what is, what? Are, where are you now on the final four the Longhorns win? Bama has won today. Uh, are the Longhorns in uh, by virtue of this Bama win? Because in the thinking that Bama if Bama gets in, Texas has to get in, and welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Ed. I am uh, I'm pacing the end zone at AT&T Stadium that reads T E X A S in Burn orange. Uh, uh, just I, I just can't I just can't believe we're even going to have this conversation. Like I it's it's so baffling to me that there is any doubt that Texas is in the playoff. Like it just and I know I know why we have to have it. I know that we have to have it, but it is baffling to me that we even have to have this conversation. Right now it should be Washington and Texas are in. If you want to say Alabama's in, fine. And then if uh, Michigan wins tonight, Michigan's in. But then you look at Florida State, and if Florida State wins, they're 13-0. and I I just I can't believe – I cannot believe we're at a place where if it comes down to Texas or Alabama and the committee finds a way to choose Alabama – If I was a – I said this this earlier this week. If I was a Texas fan, I would absolutely go crazy and be like you have every right to just lose your mind because it would be the stupidest I think any of us have ever seen in our lives to leave Texas out of a playoff that Alabama's in when they're both 12-1. and They played each other. Texas won by 10 on the road in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's 59-2 and two in its last 61 games at home, and their only two losses are to Joe Burrow and the national champion LSU team and Texas. Like, why is this even a conversation? I, I just don't get it. And so here we are. Here we well, are just, trying to figure out what we're going to do.
1: I just got a message from our friend Jeff Ford said, let the selling begin by Texas, because right now sure. a Greg Stanky, the commissioner of the SEC, our commissioner next year, and uh, Nick Saban are selling like banshees on CBS why Alabama should be in there. My concern is, Bob, that if something goes crazy with Georgia, will the committee be comfortable with dropping Georgia from number one
0: all the way down to number five? Sure, and it's a legitimate question. And they've, The committee has shown us that a 12-0 a and 0 regular means a lot to them. In 2020, because Notre Dame was undefeated in the regular season, and then Clemson beat them in the ACC title game. And, you know, that AM, I know AM didn't win the conference, didn't win their division that year, but, like, they're, they were still really good, and you could have had the conversation then. Uh, they love undefeated regular seasons. So I get it. It's not, again, it's not mm-hmm. that I don't get it. I just don't, I don't know, you know, obviously, you just, if you're Texas, this is good. I, I, part of me feels like this is, we're, tomorrow, we're just going to be able to say one thing life isn't fair. And I feel like for whoever it is, for whatever team we're going to say it about, it's true. It's just going to be a, life isn't fair. If Florida State wins tonight, Florida State's going to go to the playoff. So, I mean, if Bob, Michigan but... wins, Michigan's going to win tonight, so Michigan's going to the playoff. In, to and per- Michigan and Washington and then two more teams. In a perfect world,
2: correct me if I'm wrong, the playoff committee, they need to be voting on the four best
0: teams, not the four most accomplished they do. teams. I agree. That's And that's been the criteria all along, and they've never done it. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you know I don't know why they think this year is going to change anything. Um, it, it, you're absolutely right, and it's something that Kirk Herbstreit has been really adamant about this week, and I've loved it. I think it's great. Um, they have not been consistent on that over the years. Like we, we look back at a team like Michigan State in 2015, that everybody was like, "This team's going to get blasted when they get to the playoffs." They lost to Alabama that year, like 38 nothing. I think it was in Dallas or in Arlington, actually. But, like, they, it wasn't even competitive. And you're like, why is this team here? Well, then you, then you start saying, well, how do you make that determination of who deserves it, who's the best, who are the best four teams? Like, you get into all those things and you start crunching numbers. What I can't understand is how Texas could go to Tuscaloosa and win by 10 and then not get in over the team that they won by 10 on the road <laughs> like they would against Alabama. It's just I, – and, I, again, like I said before, I get it. I know why we're having these conversations. It's just, in the end, Texas is better than Alabama. They're still better than Alabama. Not just they were better that night. I know Alabama's improved. That's right. Texas has improved, too. And you go through some of the numbers with Texas, everybody's like, well, what about TCU? What about Houston? What about K-State? Well, K-State was Malik Murphy, their backup quarterback. None of these other teams had to win with a backup. Florida State might have to. Obviously, he's going to have to tonight. Mm-hmm. But if you look at those games. Well, you know what? Texas won eight of its 11 games this year by double digits. It won its conference games by an average margin of 17 points per game. It won like five or six of its games by three or four touchdowns. So I, I just don't understand the knock against Texas. They, their one loss is probably of the teams. It's the worst loss of those teams. But it's a 10 and two Oklahoma team. They didn't lose to like six and six BYU. They lost a 10 and a 10 win team. So I, all of this just it, it, it's it's. Um, if you're a Texas fan, you've got, I can understand why in every way you're already upset just thinking about what could happen tomorrow. Uh, but the best route, obviously, is for Louisville to beat Florida State tonight. And then you feel like Texas should get in somehow and, and probably over, uh, over Georgia. Well, you're talking ranking
2: wins and losses. Technically speaking, Texas has the best win of the season in college football Correct. against the SEC champion Alabama at their own home
0: turf by 10 points yeah and, I, and I, I think some people would say now Alabama has the best win because they just beat number one Georgia so there are people who are going to that's going to be the SEC fight that's going to be the Alabama twist on that is yeah we have we have this one loss against you know this great Texas team but we also have the best win of the year so that's going to be their spin on it now
1: Bob, if, if, if things happen in Texas' way, if it is Michigan and Washington and possibly Bama and Texas, who do you think Texas matches up best in that first round? Is it Michigan? Is it Washington? Is it a rematch with Bama? Uh, what would you like to see Texas if they
0: get into the Final Four? Who would you like to see right. him play? I'd love to see them play any of those teams. And I, and I think it will be interesting now because if Texas does get in, this shifts entirely, right? Michigan's going to be the number one seed now. Michigan's yes. probably going to pick the Rose Bowl. So it would be Michigan, Texas, and the Rose Bowl, I would think. Mm. Uh, they, may, they may bump Texas to three if something crazy happens. But, I, you know, maybe they put them in over Alabama. Maybe they say Texas is three, Alabama's four. I don't know. But but that's that's a real – for us that cover the team and are going to go on the road somewhere, we're like, yeah. Ah, let's go to Pasadena again. Let's play Michigan <laughs> again. Let's do the Dusty Mangum thing all over again. Like, <laughs> of course you want that. Uh, and it's either that or you go to, to the Sugar Bowl and face, uh, whoever you would face there. I, I, like, I like the way Texas matches up with everyone right now because of the way their defense is playing. To hold Ollie Gordon today to 34 yards on 13 carries, this guy was the nation's leading rusher and he basically did it in eight games. I mean, he, re- he had his other four games, he just didn't touch the ball a lot and didn't get a lot of carries and a lot of yards. And he still led the nation in rushing by like 100 or almost 100 yards. So, for, for them to continue to do this, they did it against, uh, you know, Iowa State. They had nine yards rushing. You go back through their games of what they've done this year. I like this Texas team a lot, and I would love to see them match up, honestly, against any of those three teams. I think they match up pretty well.
1: With the, with the way he played today, is Clint, Quinn Ewers more likely to stay next year, or is he more likely to go pro? <laughs> We're
0: getting into all the stuff tonight, aren't we, Ed? <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's and you're, and you're obviously happy you're having these conversations this time of year. It's what you yep. want to be doing. Um, I, I think from everything that I've heard, you know, leading into today, it was that, well, Quinn, yours is coming back. Um, but I kept saying to people, if he goes off in a title game and then goes off in the semifinal and the final and his dra- draft stock rises, that changes things. This is obviously a very quarterback-deep draft. And they're, you know, you start going through the names of Caleb Williams and Drake May are probably going to be one, two. And then you go from there and there's still a lot of guys behind them. Jaden Daniels and Bo Nix and Michael Penix and all these guys that are going to be Heisman Trophy contenders. Um, it, you know, Quinn's probably sixth or seventh on that list. If he comes, if he comes back and then goes in the NFL draft next year and has a great year, he's probably in the top five of the NFL draft next year. So there's a lot to consider. Um, but but it's going to depend on where his draft stock is when he finishes this season. And fortunately for him, this season's not over. He may have one or two more games to show NFL scouts who he is and then go into private workouts in the offseason and start to get that feedback, and then they can sit down and make a decision. All right,
2: Bob, before we go, professionally speaking, tomorrow yeah. 11 a.m., <laughs>
0: what is the College World Playoff Committee's Final Four? I, it's just hard to say because we don't know if, if you know what happens tonight, uh, and I think it's really hard to say what they're going to do with Florida State. What if Florida State wins an ugly, in the rain or whatever's happening in Charlotte, thirteen to ten win? Mm-hmm. I, I just think if whatever Florida State does, if they if defeated, I think they're getting in, and I, whatever this national push is for, we want the four best teams never. So I don't think they're going to do it tomorrow morning. So if Michigan wins and Florida State wins. Uh, I keep laughing about it because I'm like, "Do you leave the SEC out?" And then I'm like, "You're not really leaving the SEC out. Texas is there." <laughs> so why, you know, we have to, we'd have, to, we'd have to think about that. Um, um, I just don't. I, I don't even know how to predict it. If Florida State wins, because how do you take Alabama over Texas? I, I don't know how you do it, and head to head, the committee. Yeah. But the committee probably will, and, and all these Texas
4: fans are going to say, Last just not fair."
1: It's going to be good for talk radio. I know that. Hey, Bob, thanks. Drive safely back tonight. Best to the family. I look forward to uh, your 10 o'clock. you have a 10 o'clock cast tonight, I guess, and then Sunday yes, sports special? Yep. The, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep, yep, Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, we'll have about six minutes on Texas tonight, uh, and then tomorrow night our 30-minute show at 10.30. Alex Okafor back in to break down some of the best plays from the game plus all the recap of, of everything they said today. There were some really special moments. I don't know that there was a more special moment. Just real quick, I don't know that there was a more special moment then Arch Manning taking the final knee and tossing that ball back to Jonathan Brooks. Yep. yep. Who they put in the game. with a. T- <laughs> I mean, for everything that kid's done for this team this year, that was Sark gets it. And I think yeah. if, there, if there's anything out of this year, it's that Sark gets it. And if you want to start saying Texas is back, feel free – because this is a program that really is starting to move in the right direction under Steve Sarkisian.
1: Okay, don't look now. They're interviewing Kirby Smart on CBS, and he's saying how they should be in the Final Four. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord, it's begun. Hey, <laughs> uh, safe, safe traffic, safe travels back, and we'll we'll see you uh, hopefully next week, Bob. Thanks a million. Oh,
0: oh, okay, guys. Always enjoy. Talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, right. Bobby. Bob Blue. Bye-bye now. Bob Ballou of KITV, the main anchor, one of the few people. That I know of who picked the Texas Longhorns to win the national championship this year.
2: Before we go to break, I'll leave you with this. (coughs) Texas-Alabama, second game of the week. Why play the game if it did not matter in the first place?
1: We'll be back with more on the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martins with more comments about what's happening today in college football. Plus, we'll look at the NFL tomorrow's schedule when we return to the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Well, we need Billy Gibbons here at Dirty Martin's Place. He's a frequent visitor to Dirty Martin's Place. Welcome back to the End Zone Club. Live from Dirty's, I'm Ed Clements, along with Ben Clements. Our show proudly brought to you by Plains Capital Bank. <clears throat> Thank you, Paul, Hall, you and crew for what you do to this show. That's Plain Cash, uh, Plains Capital Bank. Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law. Coward and Bassrop, Delaware Subs. Two-for-one subs tomorrow. S&B Amusements. Pokey Joe's Barbecue and by Sue Patrick at fifty two twenty two Burnett Road. Uh, I'm getting the message from now. Uh, Jay now says you can pre-order your Big Twelve T-shirts. Your Longhorn Big Twelve T pre-order at suepatrick.com. They're going to have them. They're on their way. Suepatrick.com for your Big Twelve champion T-shirts.
2: You know, Pop. Um, two things. A, um, it'll be exciting to see Texas raise that banner next year. Big Twelve champions, twenty twenty three. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we we had a plan real quick to talk about our our, our last segment, but I kind of want to go a different way. Hey, um, will they still raise that with, a, with Them being the SEC, will they raise the Big Twelve Championship? And, and they, banner? They, they don't
1: raise it. They, We're not just, not a banner, on but a like will they put yeah. it on the wall? Sure,
2: they will. Okay, because
1: yeah. um, we've had Southwest Conference Big yeah. Twelve Championships, and we'll have the we have, and ironically, the first and the last uh, Big, Big Twelve it, Championship. So yeah.
2: uh, real quick, we we had a, we had a you know idea of what we wanted to do, but Pop Big Twelve is officially over for Texas. Yeah. that's it. Um, oh, by the way, also we're getting—it's
1: it's Rick Neuheisel has Michigan versus Bama or Florida State, and Washington versus Texas, as Texas would be a three seed.
2: Yeah. So right now, what, what you know they're saying here on is at CBS Sports: Michigan yeah. one, Washington two, Texas three, then a Bama or Florida State that's as a four, four. Which that's great
1: news for Texas. It, it is whole true. This is Brian Jones. Former Longhorn and Rick Neuheisel. But, Pop, so, that's yeah. what I just
2: told you off air. Yeah. You know, my gut is telling me, oh, my gosh, all roads are leading to a potential Texas-Alabama rematch in Houston for the national championship. Texas faces off against Washington, semis, they beat Washington, Alabama beats Michigan, Texas-Alabama rematch in Houston for the national championship. Wow. And that is a scary, scary, scary thought.
1: It is a scary proposition, but I'm so glad that Neuheisel and Brian Jones on CBS are doing their projections for the Final Four. And again, they yeah. project Michigan in, Washington in, Texas in, and either Alabama or Florida State.
2: Yeah, Pop, at this point, I don't think you can deny Texas deserves to be in. It's whether or not Alabama deserves to be in, because right. they did lose to Texas a potential playoff team by 10 at home. So that's, you know... It's not about if Texas is in, it's whether or not are there a three or a four.
1: It's the question is tonight how does Florida State perform? I'm not so sure if they win a sloppy game against Louisville, they're gonna get in over over Alabama with Alabama's yeah. win over the two time national champion. Definitely if Florida State loses, Alabama's gonna get in and that, Alabama or Texas, but interesting deal to watch these late games tonight. I still would wish uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes would beat Michigan. Mm -hmm. They're 22 point dogs, but my gosh, how how fun would that be? Well, this is encouraging news. Yeah,
2: fire. So, Pop, before my final question here, um, real quick, uh, let's just say Florida State barely squeaks by Louisville tonight. What is your top four?
1: My top four Florida State squeaks by, and sadly. Give me it in order. uh, Sadly, for Florida State, uh, they're going to be out. It's going to be Michigan, one, Washington, two, Texas, three. Alabama four because okay. Texas beat Alabama heads up and I think the committee will say yeah Alabama uh, uh, Florida State maybe thirteen and zero but they they ain't the team they were since they lost their quarterback okay your okay. thoughts
2: uh, no I agree it's I think it'll be Texas so it'll be Michigan one Washington two Texas three Alabama four and you know God knows what'll happen from there real yeah. quick pop yeah. we're short on time but this we is the time. this is the end of the road for the Big Twelve. That's it. Yeah. Um, it has been a fun run, Texas. They won the first Big 12 championship. They won their last Big 12 championship. I was there
1: in St. Louis when John McEvitt called the fourth down and three. I was there when Texas defeated Nebraska. In an unbelievable, mm-hmm. they're 21-point dogs. And now... Uh, a number of years later, 27 years later, whatever, yeah. and Texas defeats Oklahoma State. It's
2: very bittersweet. This is a conference that I grew up with. I just want to ask you, because you were there from the beginning to the end, what, what has been your favorite Big 12 moment?
1: Well, I, I go back, Ben, to the, the, the first, the, I just mentioned it, uh, Texas, and, uh, Texas and Nebraska. When yeah. Texas won, they were 21-point dogs. That was great. And this year, too, this is great for Steve Sarkeesian in his third year. Uh, to win this Big 12 championship, and of course, you know, the years with uh, our friend Colt McCoy and the win over Nebraska, that was a great year, that game, I was at that game championship game uh, that when Texas lost the national championship to, to Alabama, but mm-hmm. so many good memories, and uh, I'm excited about the SEC. I'm going to miss the Big 12 because I'm going to miss those games against TCU and Baylor, Uh, And Texas Tech and TCU. I'm going to miss those games. Texas games. Texas. I'm going to miss those games in the state of Texas, and I hope we can continue to play some of those teams. But saying that, welcome back, you Farmers. I'm glad the Longhorns are playing uh, the Aggies, and I'm really glad we still have that series with Oklahoma and then all the other fun road trips and teams coming in. You believe this? Next year, Florida is coming in and Georgia coming in to DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium, and that will be cool.
2: Yeah, Big 12. It was a great conference while it lasted because without Texas and OU, it'll change significantly. But Texas and Oklahoma, they did a lot together while they were there. I think it's out with the old, and with the new. But it is a very sad time to see. That's it. No more Big 12 yeah. in Texas ever.
1: And, again, pre-order at suepatrick.com, your Big 12 Championship Longhorn football T-shirts. That's going to be a hot... Hot item, suepatrick.com, to order those Longhorn T-shirts. Great T-shirts from Jay and the gang. Okay, quickly, NFL tomorrow. Uh, Philadelphia hosts San Francisco. I can't believe the Eagles are three-point dogs. I, I think Philadelphia's going to win that game, even though I want San Francisco to win.
2: I don't think so. I think Philly loses tomorrow. San Francisco's catching steam. San Francisco, uh, Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel, Chris McCaffrey, they're going to get the quote-unquote upset against the, the top-rated uh, Eagles team.
1: Ben, it's been fun. Thanks so much to our friends at Dirty Martin's Place. Come and watch TV. Uh, tune in to 1027 ESPN. I'll be joined by Jeff Ward on Monday. We'll break this down. Keep your fingers crossed that Louisville wins tonight or Texas gets in otherwise. For Ben Clements, I'm at clements Garrett, Great job back at the studio. See you next week on the End Zone Club on KLBJ.